let me uh, tell you about good ranchers. Good news and bad news. Bad news first. Beef prices are probably going to increase by another 20%, they say, by next year. Early next year. So, we have the largest increase in meat prices in U.S. history. Uh, and if uh, it does turn out that we may not even win the Senate, I, I mean the House, I find that hard to believe, but that is a possibility yet today. Uh, things are going to get worse, much, much worse. Um, so please try Good Ranchers, will you? It will lock in your price at goodranchers.com slash Glenn. Lock it in so the price of your beef and chicken and fish never goes up. You have a normal Black Friday sale every year. This time, get a Black Angus Friday sale. It is American meat delivered. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. GoodRanchers.com slash Glenn. The old uh, Fox News stations used to say, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your kids are? I'd like to just start today's show and say, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where you are? What the hell happened last night? We begin in 60 seconds. Brooke wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Green. She said, I wasn't sure that my German Shepherd would eat or even like it, but I heard you talking about Uno and how much he liked it, so we decided to try the free trial. Well, she loves Rough Greens. We were out for two days once, and she wouldn't eat. She's protesting until her monthly bag arrived. She's been so bright-eyed and energetic lately, I can't recommend Rough Greens highly enough. Brooke, thank you so much for listening, and I couldn't believe Uno liked it either. I mean, he he's like Mikey in those Life Cereal commercials when I was growing up. It's Uno. He doesn't like anything. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it, but they don't want you to be out any money if your dog won't eat it. So they're going to send you a free trial bag. It's a little teeny bag that you can just try it for a few meals. Make sure that your dog likes it as much as Uno does. And if they do, get the full bag and watch the difference in your dog. So get your first trial bag for free. All you pay for is shipping. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash Beck. So I get up today and there's tons of states that still are counting (laughs) now we used to 20 years ago make fun of florida and for at least the next two elections i would have a habit of saying florida (laughs) florida don't screw it up 
Now, Florida seems to have the best system out there. I mean, they count them quickly, accurately. uh, And last night was a blowout in Florida. But we're still waiting. We don't even know for sure if we have control of Congress. Yeah, the House is not a completely sure thing. Republicans would be the favorites there. Um, but like a, not like a, sure a ninety-nine percent favorite, or like a sixty percent favorite. No, let me, let me give you let me give you a top line thing okay. from the prediction markets here. Mm. As we've gone through and settled through all the results and tried to sort through what the heck happened last night. Yeah, uh, the a Democratic sweep right now, according to betting markets, Democratic House, Democratic Senate, fourteen percent chance of that happening. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, Republican House. And Senate, the Republican sweep we kind of all hoped for going yeah. into the evening, a 15% chance of happening right okay. now. The most likely outcome, a Republican House, a Democratic Senate, 73% chance. Now, there's a little bit of some rounding in there, so it's not going to add up exactly, but that you get the sense as to where people are looking. People, the people who actually bet their own money on this stuff are, are saying, this is where we see this right now. So if you, you look at these races, a lot of this is going to count. On, and I, I know exactly how people are going to feel when I say this, but very close house races in states like California. States, what? Races where <laughs> Republicans look to have a lead, but we're not going to know for sure, possibly for a while. When it comes to house control, you're looking at something probably in the low 220s. Now you need 218 for control, low 220s. So kind of a reverse of what we've had for the past two years, where very narrow control, except by the Republicans instead of the Democrats. That's huge, assuming it holds. It can block multiple trillions of dollars of spending. You know, the Build Back Better acts and the Green New Deals and all these things they try to jam through with 50 seats in the Senate. They can't get them through if just the House holds. So that's very, very big. Uh, On the Senate side, though, it's a lot harder to come up with a with the, the scenario where they can win, though it does exist, and we'll go through it here in a minute. But that's where you're talking about Supreme Court seats and things like that, which will be very, very, very bad. Uh, problematic. As very, it, very go bad. Very bad. Uh, okay. <sighs> Should we go through some of these races and how yeah, everything went last I, time? I, first, I'd like to know um, how off were the polls? Because it seems like they were very off. I don't, th- I mean, the polls had a pretty good night. Okay. Polls had a pretty right. good night. Good. That's good. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, except the, for like, uh, except for Arizona seems. I don't think again, Arizona. I think we all think Carrie Lake is great. We love her. She's a very talented politician. Uh, but people took the 11 point poll that came out a couple weeks before the election as gospel as to where that race stood. Yeah, that I is guess not where the true. majority of the polling had it. The final real clear politics average was Carrie Lake by three and a half. Now, look, okay, so we're still at a point where Carrie Lake can pull this out. I, I think, you know, that that's a she's ahead is this at this point. Is she not? She's not ahead in the current count. <laughs> um, but that is not to be. This is, again, you were mentioning Florida. Florida counts these votes. We knew what happened last night. It was uh, it was amazing. It was how it was supposed to exist. Right. You're yeah. supposed to be able to see results like that. You remember the two uh, highlight races from the 2020 election, Pennsylvania, Donald Trump out to a big lead, starts whittling away throughout the night, over the Mm -hmm. overnight, and all of a sudden you wake up and uh, Joe Biden's winning, right? We all remember that. What people don't tend to remember as much is the exact opposite happened in Arizona, where 
you know, Joe Biden was out to a big lead. Trump started whittling away at that. If you remember famously, Fox News yeah, yeah. called Arizona early. Yep. And then it got so close, Trump almost won it. The same thing is happening in Arizona right now, where the, all night, if people were looking at the results, it was like, oh my gosh, Kerry Lake's down by 13 points. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. And that continues to narrow as we go. Do you know how many, um, uh, how much is in, in Maricopa County? Uh, I can give you that number. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. Um, but here's where we stand right now. Katie Hobbs, 50.9% of the vote. Kerry Lake, 49.1% of the vote. So it's already narrowed. Dramatically, dramatically from where we were talking about last night yeah a, a, an interesting thing if you if you want to get an indication the new york times makes real-time projections on how much of the vote is left in each of these states mm-hmm. so uh, they were looking at this all night and they don't do it they didn't do it for the uh, governors they but they did do it for the senate now in the senate they have blake masters who is still a race that we have too close to call but uh favored their last projection at about 4 a.m was that Masters was going to lose by 2.8 points. Okay. okay. That's an important number to remember. Because that's about that's that's about where the polls had been the the whole time. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Masters uh, got a couple late polls that were better than that, but Yeah, gen- but it's still average, within the margin of error. Right too. around there. Mm-hmm. Now, so what's the split between these two candidates? Right now, uh, Mark Kelly in the current count is up by 6 over uh, masters six points the difference uh over in the gubernatorial race is uh, 1.8 so throughout the entire night that split between lake and masters was about four points it went up to five at some points went down a little bit below four but right around four points if that final new york times projection is correct and masters loses by 2.8 that would indicate that Lake will come back and squeak this one out. Now, that's a projection built on top of a projection. So you should not take that to the bank. Do not bet right. your money on it. Right. Uh, but it's not at all out of the question that Kerry Lake can win this race. In fact, you you could look at it and say, if you, if you had to pick one of these two candidates to be, Hobbs or Lake, you might want to be Lake right now. Uh, so that's a positive. Uh, Masters is the opposite. You'd probably want to be Kelly. In, in this race uh, in Arizona, but it's going to be nah. super tight. No, no, okay. no, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be Kelly. Okay, that's a good point. No, I wouldn't want to be Kelly. Uh, now, a couple of the other big, so a lot, some of the, a lot of the races went the way we thought they would go. Yeah. Um, you know, I was looking at my, my, final. we were hoping, you know, the, we, we said yesterday, we kept coming back and going, I want to give it to them. I want to give it to them. Right. But we were split on, oh, I don't know uh, exactly what's going to happen. And I think, what we hoped w- did not happen, what we all kind of had a gut feeling might happen, happened. Yeah. We were hoping for some big red tsunami. Yeah. Uh, did not think that was going to happen, uh, and it didn't. But we thought it, thought it was going to happen when you saw uh, early on Florida. You're like, holy cow. Yeah, and it's interesting. One of the things you do as you're in analyzing elections in real time is you look at results that come in from these early states, states that are competent in counting their vote, like Florida. And you can take indications from that, generally speaking, as to the entire climate. You look at this and you say, okay, well, Florida is going really, really red. We didn't expect it to be this red. Perhaps we're in a year where we're going to be more red than the polls. Mm-hmm. And you start thinking, okay, wow, this could look really good. And you didn't really, what we wound up finding out is it was just Florida. Just I mean, it was Florida. really, the rest of it went. That is the story. Yeah. The story is 20 points. 
That's the big, uh, we believe the biggest margin ever in Florida. Absolutely incredible. I mean, even the outlier polls for DeSantis were DeSantis plus 15. Yeah. Which was out of the norm. I mean, yeah. they missed, the polls did miss in Florida. Yeah. Republicans outperformed their polls. The, the Florida story is a massive story that we're going to be getting into for the next couple of years. I, history I imagine. was set. History was set in Florida in a couple ways. 20 points, largest spread ever. And two, no one has ever lost as a Republican, a Democrat and an independent <laughs> ever. <laughs> and Charlie Chris made that happen. You know. I knew Charlie Chris was special. He was. And now he we know is why. special. He uh, is special. Now we know why. But I mean, it's interesting because of all the races we talked about yesterday, the only one that I had leaning Republican that has been called at this point was Pennsylvania, which is a whole. Sh- we should be doing weeks of shows to discuss discuss the mental issues that must lead to putting this man in the Senate. Uh, the fact that Pennsylvania will be punished by him representing them may be the worst punishment of all no, for that vote. No, because we're punished by yeah, it, we too. Yeah, we get punished by it, too. It's we incredible. get punished by it, too. Look, at here's the here's the uh, the thing that I, I, I think we should take away. Red states got redder. Blue states got bluer. Don't you think? <sighs> yeah. No, nothing. No minds were really yeah. changed, except for Florida. No minds were really changed. Everything is just really, really close. And the if purple you, stuff stayed purple. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Uh, you know, with the exception of Florida, which now looks all of a sudden like the most Republican. It's more red than like Wyoming. That's apparently the it's new- more red than Texas. Certainly. <laughs> no, Texas actually Abbott did really well. I mean, it, no, he did. But he won by 12 points. Right? I mean, oh, right. the that was spirit I of Texas is in Florida now. I still love Texas, but I love Florida, too. I love yeah. you in Florida. But I, I think there is a I think, t- you know, the Texas story was in a little interesting on the border. One thing that Beto maybe did. Maybe a replacement level candidate that couldn't raise money, which is the only thing that Beto is good at. Uh, maybe that candidate uh, loses by 16 instead of 12. And those border districts, uh, many of them wound up going back to the Democrats. Uh, there was that hope That's that this crazy. movement among Hispanics, Hispanics. Uh, on the Republican side was was a real thing. And what we saw is it's there, but it's maybe not as prominent as some of the polling showed well the good news is everything that i thought was a bad thing uh that has happened politically in this country has ended up being a good thing for instance um if we had donald trump i i i don't i wouldn't wish for this i didn't hope for this i didn't celebrate when donald trump lost i thought oh dear heavens However, because he lost, the, the Republicans, I think not the Republicans, I can't say that, the people who generally vote for the Republicans mm-hmm. woke up. We are seeing activism uh, and the school boards. We've, so we're seeing the, the, the wave did happen at the school board level. It, it's happening. There's a lot there. Yeah. A lot to celebrate there. There's right. some good gubernatorial wins. And so we are we are waking up to take our states back, which is the real key. Our, our local uh, elections and our state elections, we are taking those back. It's, it's important to remember, uh, even if the Senate does fall, which is not a sure thing. We can go through the, the outstanding yeah. races here and where, where we stand on that. But like, if you can get the House, this is not a catastrophe. If you lose both, it is a catastrophe. 
there is a chance here, by the way, we should all recognize this possibility. There is a chance in the Senate that we've got weeks and weeks more of this because there's a, there's a chance that Republicans get to 50 seats, need one more, Shut and up. Georgia goes to a runoff on December 6th. Shut and up. we're going to have uh, election Shut week up. becomes election month. How did, how did neither <laughs> of them get 50%? A libertarian had a couple percent. That's basically uh, what it was. It was like, I, think, I think Warnock's at 49.4 right now. If he gets to 50, uh, then, then there will be no runoff. He's up by about a point over Walker. Now, the dynamic changes in a runoff, especially if the entire Senate is, is up. If that's the, the race that's going to decide the Senate, you poor oh, people in Georgia will never see anything but a political oh, commercial. No, they'll, they'll start, can, they'll start <laughs> canceling the TV shows just, just to put commercial. commercials on. It'll, it'll be, be unbelievable. You are, you're in for torture. <laughs> I, sorry. Okay, anyway, let me tell you about American financing. Uh, with equity much higher now and mortgage rates starting to have leveled out just a little bit, now might not be a bad time to consider a new home purchase. Then again, <laughs> every day you're seeing more houses hitting the market, being able to lock in a low rate before even you know you even start shopping. It'll give you a leg up. So don't miss out on the best deal available. You can lock in your price now and then go shopping. Oh, it is really good, and it comes from American Financing. They're America's home for home loans and been helping people just like you save money and get the things that they are looking, you're looking for, uh, done. It's American Financing at 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. So there's another really important race that happened yesterday that I think has more consequence to it than people understand. Um, the The Constitution state, I know it's Delaware, but pff, you think they care about the Constitution? Constitution state, I grew up in Connecticut. It is Every Connecticut, license right? plate says Constitution, Constitution state. state. Yeah, because yeah, we, ha- we hid the Constitution, right? I don't remember why, I just remember it being a license plate. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. Uh, but th- it is also the nutmeg state. There was a little uh, yeah. conversation about this on the show last night, but I do right. remember all, it's on every freaking license plate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's, Delaware is the first state, I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think you're right. So anyway, um, I, I believe that the Constitution state really is Utah because um, the people there have been uh, it was drilled into them when when Brigham Young first came over the mountain. The first thing they did, remember, they were driven out of uh, of America. This was a territory. It was an America and they were driven out and with bloody feet and, you know, people missing family members because they were killed uh, in Missouri. They crossed the mountains, and the first thing that he did was had a parade in the middle of the desert. I mean, you know, uh, so the first thing they did. A desert parade. A desert parade. I have normal parades I don't want to go to. Right. Desert parades. And and who's watching it? (laughs) Okay, everybody's in the parade. There's no, you know. So anyway, uh, (laughs) they marched with the uh, Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. And the uh, or the Constitution and the the whole idea was that don't judge, don't judge the country. Uh, 
people make mistakes. The Constitution and Declaration of Independence are sacred. And so I could not believe that Mike Lee was going to lose in that state. But he had everything against him. Mm. Everything went against him. All of the media, even the so-called conservative media, was against him. And I will tell you, what was his what was his spread? Do we know? Currently, it's 14. I think it's going to grow from here, but it's going to wind up. I think it's going to wind up around 20. Yeah. So the other big win was Mike Lee. Yeah. And that that speaks volumes to me and should speak volumes to places like the Deseret News and KSL. No matter what you did, no matter what power you thought you had, you're not pulling the wool over the people's eyes. They know. They know. That's and I crucial. think that's really good. Crucial. They're, and that's a really good sign. Yeah. I mean, the Democrats really did pull out every trick in the book Everything. in that race. Uh, and it did, not, it did not work. Right. And thankfully, it did not work. And if you're sitting here and like, I don't really care about the Utah race. I'm in Arkansas. Uh, well, guess what? Uh, if that had worked in Utah, you would be seeing that movie coming to theaters near you. And the same very thing in nearby. Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Oklahoma. They mm-hmm. tried to do the yep. same kind of thing in Oklahoma and the people rejected it. Yeah. The guy who they said, oh, he's probably going to lose. Um, the current governor won. And the guy who's been on our show over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Talking about, you know, hey, we got to get this under control. He ran for the state. I don't know how the Oklahoma works, but it's this. He's in charge of the schools Um, and he won in a landslide. He won uh, another guest that's been on many times was on yesterday. Eric Schmidt as well in Missouri. Very strong win in the Senate. There's a lot of good news. And again, structurally, people need to remember, especially in the Senate, this started out 36, 29 Democrats with people not up for election. So Republicans had a lot of ground to gain here and they needed to get to 51 where Democrats only needed to get to 50. So this is an uphill battle from the beginning. It's going to be very, very close at the finish line here. Hopefully, at the very least, they can get over the finish line in the House and block the worst instincts of Biden. So we will continue giving you the results and then some perspective. And today, we want to hear from you at 888-727-BECK. That's the number, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Stu. The Glenn Beck Appreciate that. (laughs) I got to stop drinking. Uh, If anyone ever tells you that sleep is overrated, Tell them to shut up. <laughs> no, it's not. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets are at their lowest price ever. That means they're as low as $29.99 with the promo code back. And just like everything that MyPillow makes, the sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Now, because we're coming up on the holidays, orders placed between now and December 25th will have their money-back guarantee extended until March 1st, 2023. Why sleep on anything but the best, especially when you can get it at such a low price? $29.99 for the best sheets that I've slept on. Please do yourself a favor. Get the Giza Dream Sheets for you or for a gift for somebody you love. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener's Special Square and uh, check out the flash sale on the Giza Dream Sheets along with other limited time offers. Enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117. And get these great radio specials. Still time to get in on the blazetv.com 
slash Glenn midterm special. Use the promo code midterms and save 30 bucks. So here we are in a very precarious uh, position. We don't know yet about the House or the Senate. Uh, the president just made a statement. He just said, which I thought was was really um, much more than I expected. Uh, Fetterman has also commented. Which, again, was more than I expected. It was a good point. I, you know, you mentioned sometimes these things work out for the best, even if they don't go the way that you want. Yeah. This is a good night for Joe Biden. It was. And, and because his the chance of him being told that he has a health problem or a family problem and he needs to not be the nominee in 2024, if there was a red wave, were really high. Right. The fact that this is not it was definitely not a red wave that that's not that did not occur. Uh, Republicans could still win the House and the Senate, but this was not a red wave. And the fact that that did not happen strengthens Biden's case to remain the nominee in 2024. That might be a really good thing. <laughs> that yeah, might, it might something be something we were really thankful for later on. Yeah. So let me give you, can I give you the picture of the Senate sure, here, yes, where please. we stand right this second? Got it. There are five races that have yet to be called. Uh, one of them is sort of anticlimactic in a way uh, because we know it's going to be a Republican seat. But this is the race in Alaska, the race between. Can you really call Murkowski? A... Right. Look, it's it matters for control, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the Republican will be the speaker. You know, you'll have a Republican speaker mm-hmm. uh, or Senate leader uh, if if Murkowski wins. And yes, she'll fail you on a bunch of votes, but you'll be able to block a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Murkowski and, and Chewbacca are in a very tight race. We don't know where that's going to turn out, but we know that's going to be Chewbacca a is running Chewbacca. It's not Chewbacca. Oh, Chewbacca. that would have been good. <laughs> I will say. I would have loved to have a Wookiee in the Senate. <laughs> you know. I mean, we kind of do with Fetterman, but <laughs> to have an actual Wookiee would be great. They both have the same language, too. Ah! <laughs> and Pat does a great Chewbacca. Does, yeah. Okay, so um, so we get. let's give that one to Republicans, because Republicans are going to have that seat either way. That gets you to 48-48. The sort of drama we really hoped to avoid here. Yes. So that means... Of the four races left, Republicans need to win three. Three of the four. Here are the four races. One. Wisconsin. Wisconsin looks pretty darn good. Almost all the vote has been counted. Ron Johnson is up by one point, and it looks like he will win. One interesting part about this race is for the past several cycles, polls have missed badly uh, against Republicans in favor of uh, Democrats. In other words, as we led up to these elections, looked like the Democrats were going to do better than they wound up doing. The reverse seems to have happened here this time. And one of the worries we talked about yesterday was at some point, these pollsters are, I mean, they're always trying to correct themselves for errors they made in the past. They may have corrected those errors and maybe overcorrected here in Wisconsin because the polls showed Johnson with a little bit more solid lead than this. It looks like he's going to win, but win very narrowly. So uh, it, let's say Johnson wins that. You get to 49 for Republicans, meaning you need to win two of three of these races. Nevada, Georgia, and Arizona. Arizona's the longest shot here. Yeah, uh, we Nevada looks good. Nevada is toss-up city. Is uh, it really? I mean, it's really, really no, tight. So Laxalt no, is winning. Me. I want to hear what I believe. <laughs> Laxalt is winning. <laughs> Yes. Which is, you can stop there if you want. Right. He's no, currently no. winning. If you look at the vote that's left, 
it looks like it's going to tighten. And I think at the end of the day, you're going to have, you really have a coin flip still. If you, if you want to say there's a slight leader, you might say it. Say it. I'll tell you it's Laxalt, but it might not be. Oh, uh, I think, I, I, you know, I, I would say this is like a 45% chance for Republicans to win. It's like slightly under 50, maybe, but still very, very doable. Then you have Nevada, or excuse me, then you have a Georgia. Georgia's a weird one. Right now, if, if there was no runoff, I think Warnock would win. But they have a runoff system, and I don't think Warnock's going to get to 50%. That's, not, again, also not a sure thing. But if he stays below 50%, he's currently at 49.4. If he stays below 50%, then you'll have a situation where December 6th, that race will be up uh, for... Uh, for uh you know for a runoff so just for the so, people who weren't scarred enough by 2020 we get to do it all, <laughs> all over, over again. again but so let me give you the optimistic picture here in the senate for republicans you win alaska with one of the two candidates mm-hmm. you win wisconsin which i would think is you'd rather be ron johnson than mandela barnes in this race brings us, brings us to 49 that brings you to 49 mm-hmm. then you win nevada which is a toss-up and then you have the runoff in georgia that's your that's your path. So you got to win Nevada. You got to win it. You got to win Wisconsin, and then you'll have a December six runoff for the Senate in Georgia, and all of the marbles on that one race, which will be freaking insane. Now that that's not that we're counting out Blake Masters here, who still has a chance. I just think it's a small chance at this point. Like he could come back. That those races are narrowing, but he's currently down by six points. Where uh, Carrie Lake is down by what a point one point eight or something. So it's a lot closer in the in the gubernatorial race, and I think Lake has a good chance of winning that one. But Masters may come up slightly short in the Senate. So that's so there is a path there, and if the Republicans can pull out the House, hey, you know, I mean, uh, that's good. That's good. Be, it's not the wave you wanted, but it's not a te- it's not terrible. No, it's you know where it is. It's where we expected it to be. Before we got into the race. Yeah. I, we, I, I, we thought mm-hmm. we will get the house, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be a tidal wave, but we'll get control of the house and maybe we can stop it. And maybe yeah. we can get the Senate. Senate's going to be t- hard. But people, really hard. I think people, because you look at the history where usually the, 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 the opposition party from the president does very well. You see that going on and you think, okay, well, they're, they're going to win. But the structural advantage is with the Democrats in the Senate this term. And this is not some like conspiracy theory. The reverse is going to be true in 2024. It's going to be a very good Republican year in the Senate in 2024. They, at least as, as far as the playing field goes, they're going to be favored going into that election. They were underdogs coming into this. So, I mean, I think you look at this and you say a bit underwhelming from the amount of change we saw in the House. But like you go, they started from a strong position. Remember, Republicans in 2020 in the House did pretty well. This was not a disaster. They outperformed what everyone thought they were going to do in in 2020. Republicans, you know, people remember the presidential race, but Republicans did better in the House than people expected. It's just that the Senate fell apart with those two runoffs and it turned into the catastrophe that cost us five trillion dollars. Seventy one percent in now with Alaska and it's Chewbacca. Yes. However, remember Alaska's. It's no, not, not Chewbacca. It's that. Chewbacca, and it, it it also is a situation where uh, they have a uh, um, a different system there. Remember, this is uh, instant runoff. I don't uh, want to hear about it. Okay, so what will happen is they have four candidates in this race. Uh huh. When all the votes comes in, 
Uh-huh. No one will have 50%. Uh-huh. So they will take the bottom candidate, which will probably have three or 4%, maybe 5%. Uh-huh. They will eliminate that candidate and take everyone's second choice votes and apply them to everybody else. In that case, Murkowski, because I believe the fourth place candidate is a Democrat, Murkowski will pick up most of that vote. Then it will be down to another Republican uh, if no one is over 50%. Most of that vote will go to probably to Chewbacca, though we don't know that for sure. But I think, I still think, and we don't know for sure, we will see, but I still think that Murkowski will have enough to, to get across that finish line. We will see. That one is going to take weeks. You're not we fun at my that. party today. I'm trying to give you, Glenn, the facts <laughs> yeah, of the situation. Yeah, but sometimes, can't we just... Mike Lee won. Can't we just lie to ourselves for a while? I, I know that's I what got us into trouble. the path to the Senate. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And the House is, is there. Should happen. If it doesn't, then we can all start crying because that one's going to cost us trillions of dollars if, if both of those things don't happen. You know, I got home and I got a note from a friend that said, hey, I just want you to know, at least you don't live in New York. And I'm mm. like, you know what? That is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. We're not lying in a pool of our own blood on the streets of New York this morning. Yeah. And Kathy Hochul. I mean, I, I, Kathy Hochul it's crazy. wound up holding on to that race, although much more narrow than anyone would have expected going in. I mean, Lee Zeldin did really well there. Really well. But it just shows there's a real difference in New York from where it was, even when we all considered it a blue state and Chuck Schumer was still winning elections, when George Pataki could win, when, when Rudy Giuliani could be mayor of New York City. Honestly, even when Michael Bloomberg could win election yeah. in New York City. This is a totally different place. And a lot of the people who looked at how bad Andrew Cuomo was and and Hochul, obviously part of that uh, catastrophe in New York, a lot of those people, um, well, sadly, a good chunk of them died. But in addition to the people who actually just perished at the hands of Andrew Cuomo, <laughs> uh, a lot of other people ran away. Yeah, they moved. Vo- Lee Zeldin voters moved out of New York previous to the election, could not vote in New York anymore, and instead voted for, like, Ron DeSantis in Florida I or will Greg tell Abbott you, in Texas. That is the message, to me at least, uh, today, is if you're not living in one of these places, you know, that that, that has your red cover, uh, I'd move. I'd move, because it, it's not changing. And the people, like, for instance, in Pennsylvania, I mean... If the Amish could listen to me today, they should pack up their wagons and their carriages and get the hell out of there. Mm. Uh, because they wouldn't use that language, but yeah. Well, H-E double hockey sticks. I'm using that. I don't think they would, Jebediah. But anyway, you know, move. You got to be because there's going to come a time wherever you are, that's where you will be. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but. No, I. You are. You're not going to be leaving there eventually. And here's the thing: mm-hmm. that time was two years ago. If you didn't notice the difference between your blue state and your red state over the past couple of years, and a lot of people did, they moved already. And I, I would absolutely adore living in a town with any one of our listeners. We invite you to come uh, to 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 Texas because I, I will say, you know, we talk a lot about national politics. This is a national show. And that is the focus of our days many times. But the difference between the life I lived in this state and the life that some of my friends who were also conservative lived in New York, in Connecticut, in Illinois, in California. I can't tell you 
how dramatically different it was and continues to be. They think we're crazy. Yeah. They they look at us and go, wait a minute. You're none of you wear a mask. You're like, no, no one. I think in <laughs> Texas, it's gotten to the point where even surgeons are like, I'm not wearing this <laughs> damn mask. <laughs> and you have to think about this for you and your family. You know, a lot of people, I think, get locked into where they live because that's where they grew up. It's what their they families, know. their families, their families are, are around. And that's all very important. But encourage your family to come with you uh, if you want them to, because some of our families suck. But yeah, like, some of them, you might just want to leave at night. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It may, you may just want to go out like, you know, like uh, the Baltimore Colts left Baltimore back in the <laughs> right. day. Just what basically happened to the, the movie truck. What happened? Where are they all going? Mayflower, where are you going? But like, hey, you know, seriously, it's, it's something to consider because these states are going to get, as you mentioned, blue states are getting bluer. Red states are getting redder. Yes, national policy really matters, but statewide policy is what you feel on a day-to-day basis even more. So a good example is in Florida, and I want to tell you what we learned last night about Ron DeSantis and uh, what he's going to do now in Florida with a 20-point mandate. Mm. I'll give that to you here coming up in just a second. When you're at the gas pump or the grocery store, you've got to remind yourself very clearly and firmly that we are not in a recession. Tell yourself that over and over again. You know, that is the one good thing. Can't really blame the Democrats or the Republicans for the uh, coming disaster. Um, they'll find a way. They'll find a way. It is those Donald Trump people. Anyway, Upside is an amazing app. If you can't convince yourself that, you know, hey, uh, the economy is as strong as hell, you might want to have the Upside app. It's It will actually save you money on gas and groceries and dining out. All you have to do is download it at the App Store. It's absolutely free. Uh, use the promo code BECK, and that will automatically get you 25 cents or more for every gallon of gas on your first tank of gas. When I first read that, I thought, or more, really? You're going to give us more? How come you're not average? Stew it in. He got 35 cents off. 35 cents off of a full tank fill-up. 35 cents off per gallon on the whole fill-up. Gosh, you remember? Do you remember when a million dollars was a lot of money? Now you're getting, you know, can I get the Powerball so I can fill the tank of gas? 35 cents helps. <laughs> yeah. Download the free Upside app and use promo code BECK. Get 25 cents or more back on every gallon of your first tank of gas. You can get it now. Just download the app. It's free. The Upside app and use the promo code BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today and never miss a moment of truth. We go to Corbin in Florida. He's a pastor in Tampa, Florida. Hello, Pastor. How are you, sir? Hello, Glenn. Thank you for taking my call today. Sure. Um, just wanted to um, give some insight on just uh, how we've helped do some things here at the church. Um, if we're going to save our country, um, there's three things that I think are really to do. Um, number one, we need to get back to just preaching the gospel. Um, we can't get upset at people's character if they don't truly know where morals are 
based on, and that's through Jesus Christ. Um, the second thing is is we need to encourage our people to read the Bible. Um, it is amazing just the biblical illiteracy that we see in our nation mm-hmm. and how many people just don't pick up the Bible. And the third thing that we need to do is, as pastors, as churches, um, we need to confront current-day events and issues through Scripture. Um, at our church, we decided back in July uh, just to hit on some hot-button issues that are going on in our country, not necessarily in the heat of the election, but it was amazing how much it opened our people's eyes just to see how much the Bible does speak to current events. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> otherwise, when, when we get, otherwise yeah. it would be a really outdated piece of literature. You know, yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it clearly does. Uh, Pastor, I'm glad you made those decisions at your church, and I echo um, uh, your, uh, your plan forward. Thank you very much for the phone call. When we come back, uh, we're going to give you some more updates on what has happened, but also we're going to take your phone calls and my look at what should we take from this next. The Glenn Beck Program. Twisted Freak, welcome to the uh, program. What did we learn last night and what's happening? Did you know that there is still a reasonable route to have the Republicans control the Senate and Congress? Let me flip that. Did you know that there is a less likely road that the Democrats could keep the Congress? It's still all up in the air. Isn't progress great? I just love the progress we're making in this very, very high-tech world where anything can be secure. You know, you could you could have millions of dollars in a bank and there's no way people are gonna be able to take that unless it's a state actor. But it doesn't seem to work that way for some unknown reason with our votes ha looks like florida counted a lot of votes pretty quickly last night what's up with the rest of you schlubs Mm? we will give you the results and what it all means in 60 seconds sherry wrote in about her dog's experience with rough green she said from day one my dog lily started enjoying her food again we were struggling to get her eat oh don't you hate that you're like come on man just eat, will you please? Because I want to eat. Every day, look at me, of course I want to eat. Every day was a battle, she said. The food frequently just got thrown out. It was really frustrating, as you might imagine. But now, she eats all of her food and has so much more energy. 
I will definitely continue to use Rough Greens and recommend it to others who have dogs. Thank you so much. Sherry, thank you for writing in. This is not a dog food. It is a, it's just a, um, a, a, a package, really, that you sprinkle on the dog's food. It's vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, everything your dog needs to be healthy. Get your first trial bag for free at roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Go there now. All you pay for is uh, the shipping for your first trial bag. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck or 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Well, hello, Pat. How hello. are you? Oh, oh mm. yeah. Mm. I was really hoping we would get to... Oh, yeah. People were requesting today, it. But, uh, Me too. I was all ready for it. Yeah. But, but Well, you know, it still could happen. It could. It still could happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Georgia probably goes to a runoff, and maybe it happens on December 7th, 6th, and 7th. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll probably find out the 7th. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you it's mean, probably true. Uh, uh, December maybe Christmas 7th? morning, we mm-hmm. will wake up. December 7th. Yeah. A, a day, day that we'll live, live in infamy. infamy. Oh, no. Good. All right. Oh, no. Gosh. Look. There is definitely there's a path here. There for is a Republicans path. to win again. You gotta you gotta win Alaska, which will go to the Republicans. Just a matter of which Republican it goes to. Mm-hmm. Then you need to win three out of the four of of Nevada, Nevada, Wisconsin, Georgia, Georgia Arizona. Okay, not gonna win Arizona. Arizona's That's gonna not gonna happen. It's not. I think you're right, but it's not a. They haven't been called the race yet, but right. it's probably not gonna happen. So Although you're I think saying Lake there's might win a shot? Yes, I, yes. <laughs> I, we were talking about this off the air. The betting markets think it's about a twenty percent chance. Oof. Okay. Well, so that's not zero. Of course, yesterday they were saying it was a seventy percent chance for Republicans to regain control of the Senate. Right. So. Now I, I think the last five, the last five thirty eight model had it at fifty nine percent for Republicans to win. This was the a betting, betting markets market. got up as high as you know, uh, you know, seventy, seventy five, eighty yeah. percent at times. Yep. Uh, but. It did not hold out. And look, you lost a couple of key races. I mean, people are going to go back and question, you know, a bunch of a bunch of stuff. Everyone's going to find their little narrative out of this. But the bottom line is it was an uphill battle for Republicans from the beginning in the Senate. And they are going to it's they're going to either come very, very close and fall just short or just get across that finish. Line. What if the message to Republicans is, hey, we need to find a candidate with dementia and run that person <laughs> and have them win office because people, people love, love they our love candidates with dementia. They love, they love it. They love candidates that can't communicate. Cognitively, yeah. you know, impaired, messed up. Some, some impaired, way. yeah. Messed uh, up. We're, we're going to... Or, or even better than the average person. Uh-huh. Who yeah. are you to judge? That's messed right. up. Aren't there those movies where, like, the kid seems like she's a little out of sorts and can't really relate to the other kids, and all of a sudden you realize she has superpowers? Maybe that's what's going on yeah, with Fetterman. Maybe he has. Right. By the way, I saw him come out with his wife, who's like 130, wife and children. Uh-huh. Oh, that looked like a normal family. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I she bet She came it out with her either rubber dress or leather <laughs> dress. Oh, but nice. But either way. <laughs> rubber? Nice. Is it possible it was made out of rubber? It is possible. <laughs> you should have seen it. Look it up. Look it up. Is, uh, uh, oh is, boy. I'm not is, interested in looking at I'm running for Senate. One. <laughs> Hello. I mean, it was it was good. Uh, but uh, He's always good. She looks scary as hell. She looked really frightening. Anyway, that maybe that was just me. I, 
I don't want to judge her. It's like no. the people on The View. You know, it was so wrong to make fun of Fetterman. It was just so wrong. And the very next day, they're talking. I can't remember who they're talking about. I think I think uh, Carrie Lake. What's wrong with her? She's got like brain damage. You're like what? Uh, what? Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. Anyway, um, here's some more good news. DeSantis, the man who I believe holds the record now for the uh, highest percentage difference in uh, in winner to loser. In the state of Florida, nobody's ever won with 20-point spread. Mm. Um, he also uh, holds the record, I believe, for the most confetti ever dropped uh, <laughs> on a candidate at the uh, announcement that he won. Uh, and he also has scored more f- uh, school board wins in this, uh, in this last race. The parental rights group, the Moms for Liberty especially, have played a huge, huge role in Florida, but so did DeSantis. Um, they endorsed 12 school board candidates in Florida, donated to the campaigns. The Democrats endorsed 20 candidates, and they got six wins and 10 losses. So not good. Um, this is also DeSantis. He said yesterday, uh, or the day before, that if he has a mandate... He is going to march through the state institutions and cut this cancer out. That would be remarkable if he did it. Um, I, I, I will tell you, the, the real winner last night, uh, the real message we should get, is from Ron DeSantis. He is, he is not afraid to go in and clean things up. He's not afraid or ashamed or timid about being an American and believing in individual rights and believing that you as a parent have the right to raise your own child and we shouldn't mutilate children. I'm so sick and tired of these these um, uh, governors and all of these Republicans that are so mealy mouthed on it. If you can't see the difference between good and evil now, you're never going to. When you have somebody like Spencer Cox in Utah, I don't even begin to understand that guy. These these red states should be uh, titans of the Constitution right now. Mm-hmm. They should be the ones that are really, truly. And why did he win by 20 points? Because he's not nasty about it. DeSantis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's not nasty about it. He's just he's just doing it because in America, we all used to know what common sense is. Yeah. But if you get waylaid by the politics and Twitter and everything else, you're not going to do it. He just goes in and does it. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't egg people on and he doesn't call people names. He just does it. You know, it's interesting here. It's like DeSantis coming out of that election where the rest of the country for Republicans, generally speaking, underperformed what was expected. And DeSantis far outperforms even his best poll. And you look at this and you say, well, what's what's the secret here? Is Ron DeSantis some sort of superhero? No, he's competent. And he just says that he just tells the truth. 
And he just lays it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he's unashamedly, and, and he, like Glenn mentioned, he he's not embarrassed. He's and not it's embarrassed. Not all he's not thing. afraid. Uh, he's not afraid of it. Yeah, you know, I don't Christy, care about the Twitter mob, right? And he just moves forward, right? Mm-hmm. Christy Nome uh, is uh, she did well last night too. She did well, mm-hmm. and she took some stance, but then she also refused to call a special session to allow the legislature to pass a bill banning COVID COVID vaccine passports. She also, you know, was mealy mouthed on the on the whole gender identity thing for girls in schools. That's not good enough. It's not good enough. What do you believe? You know, we have people in America now, and I've talked to several people, lives, fortunes and sacred honor. They know that they are looking at a time if things ever went really horrible in this country. You could go to jail for what you believe. If we don't get mm-hmm. control of the DOJ, you will see people go to jail for what they believe. People are prepared, prepared to do it. People are preparing themselves to be able to stand when all odds are against them. I know people who are willing to lose their entire fortune. And some of them have nothing. Some of them have a lot to lose. But they're willing to do it. If you can't get that kind of leadership that is willing to say, you know what, I'm going to do what I know is right. And if if the people want to vote me out, they'll vote me out. But I know these things are right because they're constitutional and they are based on everything this country was based on. Where are these these uh, governors that have the balls to follow the lead? By the way, he also shifted Florida from a swing state to solidly GOP. God, that's weird to say, isn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, coming up, mm-hmm. uh, talking about these issues for so long, I mean, it's the 2000 election has scarred all of us, I think. But really, I mean, you look at a couple of these states, the 2000 and 2004, the big swing states in those two elections are now pretty red. Ohio and Florida really aren't the swing states that they used to be. And we don't know. This could end at some point obviously but that's the way it looks right now and then you have other states that are going the opposite way you know states that used to be in play i mean remember george w bush won new mexico in one of Mm -hmm. those elections if i remember correctly uh you know colorado used to be a really uh, a red state red state Mm -hmm. i mean arizona was red i mean now Mm -hmm. we're looking at it arizona as really purple Purple. i I don't think you can Uh, and and carrie the reason why carrie lake um she might still win i think she pulls it off but she might still win. Might, yeah. uh, and if she does, she's only repeating DeSantis's uh, track, track record. He came in, barely won, barely won uh, against a guy who was later, you know, doing blow off some gay hooker's belly. Uh <laughs> Right. I mean, that's it sounds like hyperbole, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's pretty close to uh, yeah. the story. So he, he barely beat that guy. <laughs> Same thing with Carrie. If Carrie gets in and she actually does what she says she's going to do and does it with class and a smile. Mm-hmm then she'll see the same kind of results as as DeSantis. It's, it's interesting, too, because, you know, look, different candidates work best for different states. I mean, Carrie Lake is one of the more talented communicators we've seen come around in a really long time. Yeah. And I think 
but you also need to we also need to step back and remember that if you know if Doug Ducey ran for another term he probably wins this race easily you know there's certain types of candidates fit certain types of states and you know Ducey is much more traditional Republican he's done some really good things with like school choice that we uh, that, that I think were really positive uh, other things that I you know maybe wouldn't be my favorite uh, policies but this is a state that loved freaking John McCain right they loved a mm-hmm. different brand of, of of and Barry or, Goldwater and and Barry Goldwater right so it's an interesting case here where in some ways we don't know if if Arizona is looking at Carrie Lake and embracing that that policy prescription we don't even know really what she would do as governor hopefully we're about to find out but she was so talented as a politician she was able potentially to to bring herself over the line where Blake Masters, who might have had maybe even may have been more aligned with what um, what Arizona wants, maybe policy wise, uh, was it looks like he was unable to do it. Again, both of those races are too close to call. I don't want to give any final uh, right. situations on that. But it, it, although the, Masters is behind by what couple, six points, yeah, I mean, but this again, the, it's going to continue to tighten. Right now, yeah, um, you know, I, the light, the last it's only projections, percent of the vote in, I think. The, yeah, the last projections I saw was were, were that um, Masters was going to lose by between two and mm. three points. Mm. So if you see that same type of movement in the gubernatorial race. And they stayed about four points apart from each other the entire time last night. If that if that holds, that means Carrie Lake would probably get across the finish line barely. But it's going to be close. It's going to be really close. I, I will tell you, it is inexcusable um, that the Secretary of State, who is running for governor, was still running the election. I just think it's inexcusable. Was she, though, or did she recuse herself, or did they she should have recused find herself. somebody else? I, I never heard whether that happened, but I can't imagine she can oversee the election. Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure it. she did. I'm well, pretty sure she is, did. This was Abrams' complaint Jeez. back in, in 2000, uh, the last election. What was right. that, 2008? I can't even remember. It shouldn't happen. Running together. It uh, yeah, I, I, you know, like if you're running for a higher office, overseeing I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm not saying mm-hmm. that anything yeah. happened, but no, no. I will tell you that... It's, That's the first thing you think of when the voting machines don't work. Yeah. And then a judge says, nope, we're not going to keep them open late. Well, wait a minute. They didn't work for hours. Mm-hmm. What happened to all those votes? Um, it's inexcusable. And honestly, for Arizona, did you not feel a little shame like Florida did in 2000? In 2020, did you not go, oh, we kind of suck. We're kind of screwing this one up. There was mean election wise election wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no reason for these states to do it, except the Democrats want it to be chaotic. They mm-hmm. just want it to be chaotic. That's that's inexcusable. And every Republican, independent and Democrat should be against that. We should all be for a safe, secure and easy process. There's no reason in 2020 that we're acting like it's uh you know 1820 why are we waiting we i mean no, it's, it's no way for anything but again a lot of this a lot of this has to do with democrats wanting to receive mail-in ballots two yes. weeks after the election yes I, you know in other states there are it's unex- republicans have voted for measures that that delay the vote count as well uh, it, it is something that we really should focus on correcting because it's not it's this is not a spending issue it's not a a crime this is something everybody should be able to agree on let's get these freaking results the night of the election right that should be easy but but just know you cannot go on to a rant about this without pointing out 
You do not want that dictated by the federal government. No, absolutely you not. You do not no. want that dictated. It's and that's the what trade. the Democrats are trying to do. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Navigating your finances can be tricky work, especially the more assets you have. If you've got a home, for example, uh, knowing whether or not to refinance the mortgage and when is the kind of thing that can seem so complicated, you might avoid doing it altogether. But don't. Now is not the time for hesitation. What you need to do is get somebody who can help you, somebody on your side, not the bank side, but on your side. That's American financing. For over 20 years, they've been helping people just like you make the kind of financial decisions that can save you tons of money. The average person that calls American financing is now saving $695 a month. That would help put gas in the tank and food on the table, would it not? Make the call to American financing today. A loan with them could literally change everything for you, and you could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. So call American financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So what did we learn last night? I think one lesson we're going to be talking about for a couple of years now is Ron DeSantis. And I think what you will see is as people make decisions as to who they want to back in 2024, there's going to, you know, DeSantis is going to have some strong talking points if he decides to run. I think a lot of Republican money and power players are going to see what he did in Florida. You know, his people were at at the um, at the uh, acceptance speech last night. People were shouting two more years, two more years. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Uh, The the exit polls show that, Hmm. uh, what is it, 47% of the people polled want him to run. Yeah, the people uh, in Florida. Yeah, people in Florida want him to run for president. Yeah. I think you also you also mm. learn that you got to find the right candidates for the right states. Oh, you know, for sure. I, I think you know. I, I think you look at something like Mastriano in Pennsylvania, who just you know, really never even got in close in, right. that, in that race for governor, and it was a you know a relatively winnable race. Uh, you know, probably not the right candidate for that state. Again, you got to vote for who you believe is the best person. Uh, but you know, when you want to, if you're looking just purely for victories, sometimes. The right candidate isn't the one that uh, that winds up winning the primary. We also learned Pennsylvania needs to be removed from the union. You did say that, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. multiple yeah, times. I, yeah, no, you said I, that multiple times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a the Fetterman g- effect. Generally, I fly gotta a go. forty-eight star flag. Yeah. California, New York, now it's forty-seven. It's forty-seven. Now. Yeah, it's forty-seven. <laughs> and Arizona, <laughs> you could make it forty-six. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program. If you spend any time at all on the Internet, whether it's on your computer or phone or some other device, you're potentially putting information at risk and being hacked into by cyber criminals. People who will steal anything and everything you don't have nailed down. Basically, you know, don't spend any time at all on the Internet. Otherwise, you know, there's no secret you're going to get nailed. Everything you do is online, and it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affect your life. 
25% off now with a subscription to LifeLock is the top of the line in cybersecurity with both preventative measures just to keep you safe and access to a uh, restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. And they have that because even the best of the best can't stop everything because it's constantly changing. But you can take a step that really protects what's yours and keeps it yours. LifeLock by Norton. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code BECK, lifelock.com, or 1-800-LIFELOCK. lifelock.com, promo code BECK. You can still save 30 bucks on Blaze TV by going to blazetv.com slash midterms. The promo code is midterms. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I want to go to uh, Teresa in Pennsylvania. Hello, Teresa. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Very good. So, um, as a Pennsylvanian, obviously, Mm. I'm very devastated in what happened last night. Um, And I had to call in because I just kept thinking to myself last night, I got to get out of here. I have to get my family out of here. Um, Yeah. I work from home, so it's easy to do, but I do have two small children, and I had to fight tooth and nail during COVID to have them not wear masks in school. So to see the results this morning, I can't say I'm surprised. You know, um, there wasn't a lot of momentum out here in regards to backing Dr. Oz, I will say that. Um, it's, From the it's, beginning. You know, I, 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 and I don't know how to how to help the Republicans in Pennsylvania do that. I just don't think we're ever destined to have nice things. <laughs> yeah, I agree yeah, with you. Yes. Or that too. Yeah. Um, Republican voters. Actually, this is why we don't have nice things. And, and look, Pennsylvania is a tough state, but you know, remember Pat Toomey won twice in a row. Yeah. You know, Pat Toomey was a, a club for growth president. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, this guy was not some, I mean, certainly fiscally, he was very conservative. I think this should show the Republicans you're damn near dead to us. I mean, <laughs> really, sincerely, if you don't, if you don't stand up for basic rights, and if you can't feel the pulse of your voters, we're we're gone. We're gone. We're not going to go out and do anything for you. Yeah, it's you know, I think uh, Teresa makes a good point in, with the Dr. Oz part of this, especially. And I, I, again, I, I stand behind my recommendation that all candidates should be on TV for 30 years talking about more frequent bowel movements. That's that's the target. <laughs> right, that that's is what we the should, target. All our it recruiting well. should go into that yeah. uh, that model from now on. Right. Um, but, you know, look, there's absolutely zero passion behind dr oz as a candidate and i honestly mm. think he ran an okay race he did he, he, he did. was he, he was not he's a relatively obviously good communicator he seemed to be up to date on the issues he was going to be i mean the last weekend he spent campaigning with susan collins so that would have told you what kind of senator he would have been but still there's a the, he did not he was not a catastrophe as a candidate but there was no passion behind him. No one knew what any of his viewpoints were as of two weeks ago. And, you know, Mastriano on the other side of the ticket had a good amount of passion, but from a very small section of the electorate. Yeah. So it's like where, you you, you know, th- there were other candidates in that Senate race that probably win that race by five points. 
but uh, that was not that they were not selected. <laughs> they were not selected in the primary, and that's a problem. That's a problem. You need to. It's you know there part of this is going to be a, a lesson I think on that on that front. But what's funny about this, and this is the true I think with every single news story these days, is whatever you believe before, your side's going to provide an answer to you. You know, if you believe we need to have more moderate candidates that that will reach across the aisle. That story is going to be able to be told with Mastriano in in Pennsylvania. If you are one of these people who, uh, if you're a nationalist, you're going to say, "Hey, all you guys did was talk about inflation. You didn't talk about uh, you didn't talk enough about uh, you know culture war type issues." Everyone's going to find their little excuse, and what happens after the election is another election about what narrative takes hold in the party, mm-hmm. and that is what we're going to enter in right now. What are the excuses? What are the things that we say that so, worked? And how does this work going forward? I have an answer for that. And I'm going to share it mm. coming up in uh, about 30 minutes on what I think we really need to learn in this uh, in this country. It, it we have to we have to. There is, and by the way, Teresa, one of the things that we should learn, and I think you did. Move. Move. I think though she was. If I read the comment right, because they gave her, they leave us a little summary of what she wanted to say. Was she wanted to stay and fight for her state, which is I think mm-hmm. admirable as well. Admirable. Get out. Get out. Okay. <laughs> you just elect. You're surrounded by people who would elect somebody who does not have the ability to communicate. That's ingoing and outgoing. How are they going to represent you? It's embarrassing. And you know what? Embarrassing. It's also embarrassing that the president said his wife is going to make a good senator. Mm-hmm. And that didn't cause uproar. Mm. That, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So if you're, if you're around a bunch of people who think this way, you're in the wrong place. And I'm telling you, and, and I know it's hard. I mean, I got... I had two kids in school and all my kids, you know, live around me and uh, it's tough. It is tough. What are you going to do? We moved from New York. That was not easy to do. You got to do it. You got to do it. Uh, Because I I just don't think we have learned any of our lessons yet. Uh, Let me go to uh, Mike in South Carolina. Hello, Mike. Hey, Glenn. Hey. Uh, my question is, what are people's, what's in their mind? How do these people think after going through four years of prosperity, low gas prices, good jobs, to two years where we're at today with everything, all the chaos? Why does not, why does people not see what's going on and the people that they elect cause the problems that we're in now? Uh, I'm good. Gonna... One other point. Yeah. One other thing I'd like to tell you, uh, if you'll look up, there's a rabbi that wrote a book, uh, Return of the Gods, Jonathan Kahn. Yeah, yeah. Look him up. Read it. Excellent information. All right. Thank you. And uh, uh, Mike, I'm going to give you the answer to that in about uh, 30 minutes. Um, there is a reason why people just continue to vote the same people. And don't seem to learn their lesson. And it is getting worse and worse in the nation. Let me go to uh, Taylor in Indiana. Hello. Hey, um, I just think we need to have a hard conversation on, the, you just talk about excitement. 
excitement for Trump in 2024. I just don't know if it's going to be there. Um, DeSantis just seems like he's got it. I just think when you get that much of a landslide, uniting the country and getting those same voters in different states, uh, I think he'd be the guy to do that. I'm not sure Trump can, but at least there was a positive last night. I got to enjoy a Kexi cookie, the chocolate birthday cake. It's fantastic. <laughs> 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 uh, where did funny. you get that Kexi cookie? Was it at kexi.com? Is that is that where it happened? Because sounds delicious. It yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. How would huh. you spell that? I would spell it K-E-K-S-I. Wow. It's not that impossible, really. Well, <laughs> it's only the five letters. Yeah. It's only the you five know. letters. <laughs> and two of okay. them are the same. Right. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taylor, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. We had a very difficult conversation on the air last night about what he was just talking about. I thought you were say about cookies. Kexi cookies. No. Because um, <laughs> now we, that's the only thing in my mind. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why didn't you bring any today? It's going to drown our sorrows in cookies. You're a bad person, Pat. Yeah, you really are. I know. Um, okay, so anyway, we had a we had a very um, passionate, shall we say, <laughs> conversation uh, about this last night, and it is an important conversation to have. Let's get past this one uh, before we get into the the next conversation, shall we? Um, let me go to Robert in Michigan. Morning, gentlemen. Hey, how are you? Uh, I have not missed one of your episodes in over 10 years, so I'm a big fan. Wow, thank you. you Wow, I've missed several. one episode. (laughs) Wow. God bless (laughs) you. one. I always go back and listen. Thank you. Very rarely do I listen live. Hmm. Oh, well, you're doing it now. We we are doomed as a nation. (laughs) We we just witnessed last night uh, the sword being pulled out of the sheave, Hmm. and I think this country is about to fall on it. If if we can't correct... Mm -hmm the situation that we're in now with what we had in the last two years, it's not going to get better. (laughs) Glenn, you, you call yourself a catastrophist. Yeah. You guys are awful positive today for what, what we're witnessing. There's no red wave. There isn't even a red ripple going on in this country. And if the people aren't smart enough to see that and they vote people like lurch into office, (laughs) we're Screwed. Yeah. Well, thank you for that it's uplifting not, message. It's not a terrible take. It's I, not I, a terrible take. I think there's I an think argument for his position. I don't think it's yeah. as dire as he's saying, but I, 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 because there's still a chance. There's a chance. There is there some hope. We are going to take the house. So you got that going we for you. Think. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and there is an outside chance we still get to 5149 uh-huh, in the Senate. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, but I, I, it's I think, a chance. I think that's true. I think what. What he's expressing there, though, is a little bit different, which is it is there is a should have been much a political definitive argument that this could still turn out relatively well for Republicans. But there is not there was not this. I must stand up and mm-hmm. take a stand. I must change this. This is so bad. There's, right. there's no signal sent with the exception of Florida, where I think there was clear. And some I will say some governors uh, did. Re- I mean, you know, Beto was not even competitive here in Texas. There, there were some, there were some uh, statewide races that did, I think, send some pretty clear messages. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, in the fact that Kathy Hochul almost lost in New York was a was a pretty big message. Yeah, but they'll never get that message. No. They'll well, never what, they'll, what they'll be taught by that message is we have no chance of losing any elections ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Just become the Democrat yes. and you will never lose. Yeah. That between that and Fetterman, absolutely true. The Fetterman thing is just inexplicable. Oh, it, it I is. Just, I it guess, is. That one and is. that's what makes you go, we're doomed as a nation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because if, if when that debate did not change the polls by 10 points, 
We're dead inside. We're dead inside. We're dead inside. And I want to explain that to you coming up in the monologue after the top of the hour. I'll give you my take on what we should take away from this. And there are three or four things that we should take away. But it, we really are last call, last call. I mean, you know, the bell went off at, you know, we turned on the lights at two o'clock in the morning last uh, last night or this morning. Uh, and um, I don't know. Our date was really ugly. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Our date was John Fetterman. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm not sure there's not a With walk a of shame. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from uh, what happened. At least there will be when people do begin to wake up. And mm. just know this. People will wake up. They will. It, it may take uh, uh, an absolute horror show to wake up, mm-hmm. but they they will wake up eventually. You know, the eternal truths cannot be avoided for very long. All right. In most cases, the secret to success in buying or selling a home is having the right real estate agent. It's not as simple as just having somebody who knows how to find a good home for you. That's in the budget or get your uh, home out there at the best possible price. Those things are important, but there's so much more to it, at least when you go with a group like Real Estate Agents I Trust. The agents we work with take their jobs seriously. They know the best practices to elevate your real estate experience to the next level. So when you go with some uh, somebody from Real Estate Agents I Trust, you're going to be working with the best in the business, people who sometimes literally work around the clock to get you into a home, to get your home sold or both. We've had real estate agents that have gone out and helped, you know, you talk about curb appeal. One of our agents was working uh, with somebody who just really couldn't afford it. This uh, woman just couldn't afford it. So they went over the weekend and they planted the plants and and they got the house sold. These people, they're like you. They care. Real estate agents, I trust.com. This is my company. We vet these people. Uh, and I think you're going to like them. They're an awful lot like you. Free service, real estate agents, I trust.com. Real estate agents, I trust.com. The Grindback Program. Welcome, welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, glad you're here, you sick, twisted freak. Uh, let me go to Dan in Georgia. Hello, Dan. Hey, how you guys doing this morning? I was told to get right to my point, so, right. so I will. Hey, uh, listen, I, I live in Chatham County, right, in, in Georgia, the great state of Georgia. I got yeah. one of the best governors ever, right, mm-hmm. obviously. Okay, Chatham mm-hmm. County was locked down. Chat, um we had to wear masks when a lot of the state didn't. We had to show, our, you know, uh, VAC cards for our kids at the school. And, you know, our city, Savannah, blue. We had to wear masks and places were closed, but the state was open. My point is, you know, it's, it's like rooting for a college football team you never went to and forgetting about the high school that you did go to that's right around the corner. If you're not supporting the local level, if you're not active and you're fighting right. and voting and knowing everything about the local level dr oz is not going to help you ma'am. exactly right that's moving mm-hmm. amen he's not going to get help from dr oz <laughs> the constitution clearly states that she can't get help from dr oz because he cannot do anything the president can't step on 
on the governor's feet, and the governor can't step on the mayor's feet, and the yeah. city manager, and the chief of police. So wait a minute, I would school board. I would agree with you, Dan, and I thank you for your very optimistic message. But Doctor <laughs> Oz can can help you if you need uh, more frequent bowel movements. And that is uh, really good. <laughs> He's proven Let that. Me, time might be again. the most local race of all. Let mm-hmm. me go to Marcy <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Hello, Marcy. Welcome. Hello, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. Hey, I just want to make a proposition uh-huh. to anyone in Florida who voted for Charlie Crist. <laughs> if they want to swap houses with me, then they would be happier here. I would be happier there. Everybody would be happy. I like that. We should mm-hmm. do a house swap. Mm-hmm. I like that. You live in, in Florida. You voted for Charlie Crist. You are going to love Fetterman. Mm-hmm. You, your He's, people are up north. Same mental capacity and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, let me go to Robin. Hello, Robin. Hi, Glenn. How are you? Um, I wanted to make, I'm good. I'm good. 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 How are y'all doing? Oh, just mm, mm, tremendous. Morning. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. One minute. Go so, ahead. I did my research, and we did not get a supermajority in North Carolina. But I've got some really good news. We're in a suburb outside of Charlotte, and every Democrat except one was voted out of our city council and off our school board last night. Excellent. Mm. There's a lot of these stories around. That the is, I Very tell you, good. that is the big story that nobody is talking about. Um, the local, and this is this was our goal. Remember, we got all wrapped up in maybe we can win the Senate, um, and you shouldn't feel disappointed. Um, you know, I, I am disappointed. We all should, you know, feel that naturally. But let's remember what our goal was. Take our cities and our states back. And there was a lot of positive movement in the city and states. And we got Congress and we still have a chance of getting the Senate. So let's look at the bright side. But I'll tell you what we need to learn next. The Glenn Back Program. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Um, not too many pet owners out there that don't want the absolute best for their dog. I know I do, and I'm sure you do as well. Your dog is part of the family. You want them to have a long and happy and healthy life. That's why my dog, Uno, uh, you know, who eats kibble food, and we thought, oh, we got to buy the best kibble food out there. Really? I'm not sure that makes that much of a difference because it's dead food. You need the vitamins, the minerals, the antioxidants, the probiotics. If it's healthy for your dog, it's in Rough Greens. Now, this is not a dog food. This is something that you sprinkle on the dog's food. They want you to try it out. Make sure your dog likes it. So they're going to send you a little free trial bag. You just pay for the shipping. When you get it, just see if your dog will eat it. If your dog likes it as much as Uno does, then you're in for a treat. Just get the, the full bag. And watch the changes over the next few months in your dog. It's really remarkable. 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLENN-33, roughgreens.com slash Beck.
about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So what is it that we should take away from last night's election? First, it ain't over till it's over. Second, what was the message? Now, the Democrats have not learned a darn thing, not one thing. And if we leave it up to the Republicans, they won't learn anything either. But are they the ones in charge of our country? In my opinion, no. In fact, constitutionally, no. The power comes from you. So what is it that we need to learn and let them follow? I'll give you the answer to that in 60 seconds. Tunnel to Towers is a foundation that delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Let me tell you about Mario Nelson. After 9-11, Mario was involved with the recovery efforts at Ground Zero, and that really motivated him to enlist in the U.S. Army. He was sent over uh, to Iraq, where sadly he was killed in action. He was 26 years old. He had a wife and a young daughter back home. Well, Tunnel to Towers Foundation saw to it that they received a mortgage-free home right away. It was through your kindness and your generation, uh, or generosity, that actually provided them with the financial stability that they needed when they needed it most. Whether they're ensuring that families can stay in the home where they made memories with their uh, fallen loved one, or helping families make new memories that will be cherished forever. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is out there doing so much good. May I ask that you consider a donation of $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, T, the number 2T.org. Tunnel to Towers. Okay, so what did we learn last night? I think we learned um, three really important things. One, Ron DeSantis is the model. Any Republican that's not willing to look at Ron DeSantis and see what he did and how he did it and begin to model themselves after that is a fool, an absolute fool. He is not angry. He is not divisive, at least intentionally divisive. That's not his goal. His goal is to be decisive and decisive people are perceived sometimes as divisive because a lot of people don't want to make changes. It is time to make changes. 20 points, the largest uh, distance between he and a competitor in the history of Florida, 20 points. This was the story last night, and this is the path forward. My question is, are there any Republican GOP, uh, uh, governors, GOP governors that care to join him? Anyone? Is anybody that is a governor watching last night going, you know what, damn it, I, I really, I, I need to step up my game. Because that's what people are looking for. They're not looking for another mealy-mouthed person. They are looking for people that take decisive action. And I, ha- I will tell you, that's on both sides. Look at the people who took devi- a decisive action that we thought was divisive because we don't agree with them. A lot of them were reelected. Reelected. Mm. Second thing. 
Our nation is spiritually lost, completely lost. There is only one savior and he's not on a ballot. And until we drop the manifest destiny arrogance of God's on my side, we will continue to suffer defeat, hardships and darkness. And I mean, as a nation, we are all going to pay for this. We're all going to pay for it. We must be on God's side. And that requires humility. And I didn't see anybody humble yesterday. Did you? I don't see anybody humble today. And until we humble ourselves, um, we will have it done for us. And the humbling is going to be very, very painful. Uh, I believe that I found an answer last night to something I didn't want the answer to. I've said for 20 some years, alcoholics are going to be the ones that save this country. But we are. We are just like an alcoholic. We just keep going back to the bottle and saying, I want more. No matter how damaging it is, I want more. And I've said to you, alcoholics cannot be saved. You can't save an alcoholic. They have to feel the ramifications of their own mistakes. And then want to live. And some people, their bottom is death. And I truly believe now the answer is our bottom, unfortunately, with far too many people, is death. The death of our nation, the death of our lifestyle, the death of our culture, the death of the Western way of life. When you have no gas, no fuel, no heat, no meat, no control, no wealth, don't own anything, that's the death of everything that you know. And maybe then you'll wake up. I don't know. Third thing is Mitch McConnell was and is wrong lukewarm Democrats, uh, lukewarm Republicans are not going to defeat the Democrats. Just not being a Democrat is not enough. And Mitch McConnell should feel the ramifications of this loss. Mitt Romney said <clears throat> uh, just last week, he tweeted that a red wave was coming and it was all thanks to Mitch McConnell. Well, it turns out he was right. What was coming is all thanks to Mitch McConnell. This is not leadership. Mitt Romney, Karl Rove, their ilk, they don't offer us anything. There is no vision there. This is thanks to Mitch McConnell. Uh, I have a hard time not, not actually calling what he proposes collusion. Where's the path forward? And what is it? A slower trip to hell? Mitch McConnell said over the summer, we don't have to do anything. We just have to not be Democrats. That's not enough. Now, let me get off Mitch McConnell here and ask all of the Republicans. When do you begin to declare who you are? We need to declare who we are. 
The Declaration of Independence didn't just say, we just don't have, we just don't want to be like the king. So what it said. It was clear. We're different. We want to go a way that no one else wants to go because we believe certain things, because we have spiritual wisdom. We have spiritual wisdom. We know what's true and what is not. And with that spiritual wisdom applied, we see things that are self-evident that you don't. We don't need to indoctrinate our people. We don't need to stop speech. We don't need to put people in jail because they disagree. These things are obvious when you humble yourself enough to fight for his will and not our will. What do we have now that are self-evident truths? Seriously, what do we have? There's a portion of the Democrats that will mouth the words, oh, all men are created equal, but they don't really live it. They don't believe it. They're just as likely to, you know, put somebody in, you know, for revenge purposes or whatever. They're just as likely to violate the Constitution as anybody on the left. And the left, is they're experts at that. I know what those truths are. I don't think I know. I know. Because I know who I am, and I know who God is. And God is a God of the individual. The plan of darkness, the plan of Satan, if you will, is the plan of collectivism. No individual salvation. No individual choices. We will not allow you to fail. We will not allow you to feel the consequence of anything because we'll tell you what to do. Life, as long as the, as long as the collective agrees, then you have the right to life. I mean, that's if they agree your life is worth living. Anybody remember George Bernard Shaw? We should just line people up and ask them, uh, justify your life. Collectivism believes liberty as long as you believe, think, speak, and do what the collective tells you is part of liberty. Pursuit of happiness? No, there's no path for the individual to do what he or she believes that she was sent here to do, let alone just have your own business because you're not going to keep any of the spoils. The God of this world will tell you what to do, and you will praise the God of this world. You know, I know I shared Ephesians with you a couple of days ago, but there's more to this. Let me just run through this quickly because I want to add on to what I said the other day. Remember in Ephesians, it says, Look, you cannot, I'm paraphrasing horribly, you can't live as the people of the world do, as the Gentiles do. You can't in the futility of their thinking. Think of that, the futility of their thinking. They are darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God. Is that true? Do you believe that people are darkened in their understanding. 
How can people not notice what's happening to their own lives because of the way they vote? They're darkened from their understanding. They're separated from the life of God. And listen, because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Meaning, I'm not listening to you. I won't listen to reason anymore. I won't talk to you anymore. I've hardened my heart to anything that is outside of my worldview. And it goes on, having lost all sensitivity. Wow. Think of this just with what porn does on the Internet. You lose all sensitivity. It's got to get worse and worse and worse. Having lost all sensitivity, they've given themselves over to sensuality as to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. This describes today. And then he says, but that's not the way of life you learned. When you heard about Christ, you were taught, you were taught in him accordance with the truth. So you were taught the truth. This is not about them. This is about us. It's not good enough just not to be them. Nowhere does God say, you know what? Just don't be that guy. Just don't be like those guys. That's not what he says. He just says, you were taught better than that. You know better than that. He goes on. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires. You were taught to be made new in the attitude of your mind and put on a new self. So, He's really not judging those people. He's judging us. Have you forgotten? You have to put off all falsehood and all lies. Speak truthfully to your neighbor. For we are members of one body. He doesn't say speak truthfully to the people you like. He says to your neighbor who you are supposed to love. And in your anger, don't sin. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. Don't give the devil a foothold. Anyone who's stealing, listen to this. Anyone who's stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Now that sounds like a Republican policy. You can't steal. You have to work. But there's not a period after there. There is a comma, which the Republicans don't get. You must work doing something useful with your hands that you might have something to share with those in need. It's not work just so you can enrich yourself. It is work so you can choose to share with others. We have lost that. We've lost much of this ability. So now... Where do we go from here? 60 seconds. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, Goldline. Yeah, I'm the crazy guy you always hear on the radio hollering about how you need to buy some gold before the world ends or something. Kind of fine with that. Here's the deal. You need to look into investing at least a portion of your portfolio, anything that you have into precious metals. I mean, real, physical, precious metals. Don't get paper gold. For the love of Pete, don't do that. 
it's not going to mean much. I got all this golden paper, and I have a vegetable. Now, if you don't have actual physical gold, it's time for you to consider getting some gold or silver or any precious metal. You don't have to put your entire portfolio in. That's madness. Even if you have some gold, it's worth considering whether or not you have enough. There's no more time-tested hedge against economic insanity than gold. And that's where Goldline comes in. And to celebrate the launch of the new um, Mayflower silver and gold round, they want to include, at no cost, five silver coins, five copper coins, with every tube of the new quarter-ounce gold Mayflower commemorative. This is something that I designed. It's a part of a series. Goldline is asking you to take advantage of this special today. I am as well. You don't get this kind of special very often. It's 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Here's what you need to learn. This is, this is the last thing that we need to learn. That you have everything you need. You have everything you need. You've been enriched in every way with all kinds of speech and knowledge. You get that from God. You don't lack anything. You need a spiritual gift. You have it. And God will keep you firm until the end because he is faithful to things that are true. We can't divide ourselves. We have to be united in truth. And here's what's, here's what's great. The message of salvation, that's, I mean, that's crazy talk to people who are, you know, on the other side denying all reality. But that's the point. God said, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent. I will frustrate. So where is that wise person that we trust that really is truly wise now in the ways of the world? Is the world wise? Where's the teacher of the law? Where's the philosopher? There's no one that. It fits in those categories that you're like, oh, yeah, I trust him. He's really, really wise because the world is not wise. God is wiser than human wisdom. Weakness of God is stronger than any strength. When we first started our spiritual life, How many of us were wise by human standards? How many of us were really influential? How many of us were born to the right family and had the right wealth? Very few, I would imagine. Those of us who really converted probably really struggled for a long time because that's how you find the truth, through struggle. And that's when you chose God or God chose you. When you were weak, when you were lowly, when you were despised, 
And that's why you have so much power. You have so much power because you are weak. You are lowly. You're you're not part of the wise council that everybody wants to be a part of now. You're not seeking fame. If we seek the truth, the truth, no matter where it takes us, all will be better than well. We will heal our nation. That should be our goal. That should be our path. Look to the people who have done it politically, and that's clear in Florida. And then look inside of yourself and rely on God. Eddie wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, about a year ago, I was bent over like an old man. I could barely stand up straight. I had really bad back pain, and I dreaded even going to the mailbox. I started taking Relief Factor, and within a week, the back pain was all but completely gone. No more pain? Relief Factor worked for me. Thank you so much for telling me about it. Eddie, thank you. Thank you for writing in. I'm glad, glad you got your life back with Relief Factor. The three-week quick start is, ask, is what I ask you to just try. If you're in pain, you haven't been able to get rid of it, just try this. It's 1995. It's a trial pack, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. Not only do 70% of them go on to order more, every day I read a different testimonial. I mean, who writes, who writes in to say, oh my gosh, it's not true. Every day, a different testimonial. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4-RELIEF. 1995, three-week quick start. Try it now. Relief Factor. 1-800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. Glenn TV, Stu Does America, Pat Gray Unleashed, all part of Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash midterms. Use the promo code midterms for 30 bucks off. All right. All right. We've got some good news. Good update. Stu told us earlier today we needed three out of four things to happen. Yes. You needed Nevada, Georgia, Arizona, Wisconsin. You need three of those four states to get the Senate. So we got two out of the four. So far. So far. With one that we may have to wait until December 6th to find out about. Wait, you have two of the four? You have one of the four. Well, Laxalt looks like it's good. Well, Laxalt has not won yet. So but he's, no, up, we, he's we up, up by Wisconsin. Two. Yeah. Wisconsin. Ron Johnson. That just happened. That's what we were about to celebrate until you ruined it and said we had twice as much as we had. Now it feels like we've lost something. No, but no. I, no, we also have we also have a pretty fairly confident uh, runoff in uh, Georgia. That a runoff is coming. Right. Not a right. win. Not a win. A, but, right. Let's but it could a be a win. It'll keep us alive for a few weeks. Yes. yes. Of course, with that, you need still Nevada or Arizona. Nevada Black looks all it's going to happen. I th- I, there's a good chance. I feel like he is. Yeah, Arizona's going to be tougher, though. It's yeah. going to be tougher. I don't think that We're not going to win in Arizona. No. I don't, I don't think, think so, but it's... I think Kerry is going to win. I, I hope so. I don't think I, I Masters think is. I think so. I mean, I've been saying this. I, last night, we were talking about this, and people were like, she's down by 17. I'm like, don't... Do you remember 2020? <laughs> 
Remember what happened with Trump? Mm. He was down by a ton, and then he kept mm-hmm. chipping away. You this did talk down out. to me on that. I did several yeah. times, <laughs> several <laughs> times, several different me- mediums. We, we, <laughs> it wasn't you. I was. Yeah, but I, mean, I, know, I think I people forget because it was such a stressful night, uh, and and it has narrowed quite a bit. She's was it last time I looked? She was at what, down by one point eight, but it's going to continue to to go this way. We think. And if it holds, she's got a really good chance, Carrie Lake, of winning, where Masters might be just short. Uh, but uh, Laxalt has a really good chance still. That yeah, one is, 47, 49. And, right, but it seriously, depends on what's left to count. And I think it, I think that's going to narrow, and we will see potentially... Shut up. Potentially a close out, outcome, but maybe with Laxalt winning. Herschel has a good shot, too, actually. It, because it looks like he's going to keep Warnock under 50%. That means a runoff in early December without the Libertarian. And, you know, that's what, two points mm-hmm. that is going to be up for grabs? Yeah, the difference is, is you know, who are you going to get to come and vote it's again? Get out to vote are you there. going yeah, to get that's true. the Libertarian to come out? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. both sides will invest i mean within mm-hmm. a several week period we'll invest a hundred million dollars hundred million dollars i feel so bad for you if you live in georgia you are gonna you're not gonna know what's for sale at taco bell because there will be no commercials for anything <laughs> other than Gosh. those two candidates why didn't we buy a tv station mm-hmm. in atlanta yeah you know what that is the invest that's an, that's investment, an investment call mm-hmm. you just buy tv stations uh right before elections and then <laughs> you you just wait in these places to have runoffs louisiana is another one and then you get an extra like month of election ads yeah, Would and you, then you just and then you just shut it off. Yeah, you shut it off. Unplug it for a couple of years. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's good. I'm really sad that uh, McDougal McMuffin uh, lost. Oh shit! Yeah, wow. Does that end his political career? I hope so. I, I mean, too. I hope so. this race was designed for him. I mean, literally it was. De- designed it was. for him to designed. win, and he's still lost by. I think it's going to wind up being around twenty, 20 points, points when it's when it's all said and done. That's so, remarkable. So disingenuous too that he's an independent. Oh, it's so bad. Wink, 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 uh-huh. wink. Uh huh. An independent that the Democrats happen to throw all kinds of millions yeah. uh, to try to elect. Huh? What an independent! Wow. Mm. And what was he in twenty sixteen? A libertarian. And what he will he in, be next time? Right. Charlie Crist? <laughs> <laughs> he should run for governor of Florida next yeah. time. I think well, work I out mean, well. somebody's got to beat Charlie Crist's record. The only guy in Florida history to lose <laughs> as a Republican, Democrat, and Independent. That's, that's, that's remarkable. So embarrassing. But, I mean, we've got Beto. He could still do it. Uh, we've got, uh, we got Stacey, Stacey Abrams. Abrams. Mm-hmm. You know, they could do it. Uh, so what do you do with these candidates? I, w- like, what's the next step for a Beto O'Rourke after this? You've lost every race imaginable. City council. In the, you think you just yeah, go smaller? Go yeah, go after I city mean, in council. The old, I mean, in the old days, the really old days when things really made sense. Uh, leper colony? Leper colony? Oh, okay. okay. That's, that's, but he could be <laughs> <so> like... <laughs> I, I, I feel like, you know, Stacey Abrams, despite the fact that she's a complete moron, will get a job at like an Ivy League school. Oh, right. yeah. Like she will become a professor oh, at yes. an Ivy League school will. because yeah. she's so intersectional. She'll get all of those benefits. Beto to me strikes me as like weekend MSNBC host. I could see that. Maybe weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not full time. Not full time. Weekend. No. Mm-hmm. He got, yeah. He'll have a podcast. I mean, but he's got his father-in-law. He can continue it, to sponge off. Yeah. Of. He's got tons you know, of money. A, he doesn't have to worry about it's that. It's amazing how, you know, Tanya said, what, what, what is Fetterman famous for? And I said, living with his mom and dad Mm. until he was, what, 40, 50? Mm -hmm. No, he's 50. 
50. He was, he was on their payroll, at least, until 50. <sighs> Incredible. That is crazy. Has, ever, has anyone ever been given an easier path in life yeah, than John Fetterman? Man. And then he's he tries to be this blue collar worker guy in Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's never, never worked. been one. Never worked. Never, never worked. really had. I mean, how can you be such a union guy when you've never been part of a union? And no one even knew who he was when he became lieutenant governor. Like right. that was a bizarre race that he squeaked in like inexplicably. And then now in this race, I mean, the only thing that explains this explains this to me is sympathy. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just felt Maybe. bad for him. A lot of people yeah. said a really a lot of nasty yeah. things about the guy. Maybe they just felt bad for him. Like I, th- the, I think this, that's possible. You know, the same way you, you give a you give a, a quarter to a homeless guy on the street. You just yeah, you, know, you feel bad. You know, maybe why? Because he looked like young Frankenstein. <laughs> I mean, most homeless people look much healthier than John Fetterman, obviously. Yeah. But still, you know, there's a there's an element there where you're just like, hey. This poor guy went through a tough thing. He he's only like he's, got one hoodie. Yeah, he's got one hoodie. He's got a. He has to wear hoodies because of the goiter or whatever's going on with the neck. Mm-hmm. The guy looks like he's had, he lived a really tough life. Now he hasn't, mm-hmm. but I mean, uh, you know, it, it looks like it. Maybe no, they just he does felt bad. look like a a forty year heroin user. Right. Like maybe they thought mm-hmm. he was like getting out of prison and, and trying to recover and make something of his life. You know, <laughs> no. they're like, wow, look he's at this just, guy. He's just probably at some point headed for prison, and he's ruining your life. <laughs> so, I mean, look, I, I, you do feel bad for his health ailments, which I guess you know. L- yeah. Lately, he's had some real problems, but I mean, the guy has no accomplishments in his life. I mean, he's a giant zilch. Giant com- is a good word. Uh, too. Yeah, and it really. He's is. got really bad policies. Yeah. He's an extreme radical. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife is worse. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, his wife. She is. But and she'll probably he's a Bernie Sanders acolyte. Serving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this mm-hmm. is not a, this is, I mean, this is not a, a good pick. It's not a good fit for Pennsylvania at all. Well, Pennsylvania, even if you didn't vote for him, you're going to get what Pennsylvania, I think, deserves. At least half of Pennsylvania deserves. You start, you start messing with these but these people like this, you're just in for massive misery. Well, just and sadly, so is the rest of the country because he's a U.S. senator, know, not just a Pennsylvania and senator. Why? Why is that, Stu? Oh, oh, the progressives, mm. right, Pat? Yeah, yeah, the progressives yeah. did that. Mm-hmm. Let me go to Fred in New York, line three. Hello, Fred. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, the reason I called is uh, living here in New York. Um, and earlier you had stated that, uh, to move out of New York and that is initial, the, uh, my in- initial instinct was to move out of New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to stay. Um, I have a grandson that lives here and my daughter and son-in-law have really good jobs. So they would not follow myself and my wife, uh, any place that we would move to. So yeah, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to fight. Um, is whichever way I can, uh, hopefully, um, politically, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, but I'm sure I'll be able to figure something out. Sure. That's what a lot of Jewish people said in Germany. Oh man. I'm going to stay. No, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I almost got to the end of the show. Uh, (laughs) Nice knowing him. No, uh, look, I think there is something admirable about what, what he's saying there. And I, and I feel like, look, Mm -hmm. it's not for everybody to move to a red state. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think it is. We do need people who are going to fight. There are school boards with children there that don't have a choice, and we need people fighting for them. That's true. I, but it so is, when things get, because his point was, um, 
and I'm sorry, Fred, I'm just joking with yeah, you, but yeah, yeah. Um, when, uh, when things do get economically bad, do you think that the people that are surrounding you are more apt to listen to you or less apt to listen to you? Do you think they become much more dependent on the state or less dependent on the state? You say you, your family won't move and everybody has to make their own decisions. So uh, please, Fred, forgive me. I'm not lecturing you by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, uh, you know, my thought is, yeah, you could all put your eggs in one basket or some of you can move. So you have a landing pad for the rest of the family Right before it gets really bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, before look, New Yorkers start eating each other. Yes. <laughs> you know, which could you happen. You want to leave the state before it? that happens. Yeah. I mean, it could happen uh -huh. by lunchtime today. <laughs> but look, you can make the argument that if people took that approach in New York, probably Zeldin mm -hmm. wins. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, you can make the argument that if people didn't move, but I, I, I think you also have to make, everyone has to make their own you know, decision for their own family and what they think is right. And if you think it's right to sit there and, and, and fight in no, a no, tough no. Envi environment, you got to do it. I am a big believer in personal prophecy that you have right um, and you should absolutely claim it to have the prophecy for your own family, to have the insight for your own family. And no one else has that. Yep. You have that. Yep. Nobody else has that. You know, Virginia is a good example of this, right? People stayed and fought and Glenn Young can won in yeah. a state where no one thought he could. You know, I, and the other thing, too, that we forget sometimes is a lot of times we talk about like a school board race and conservatives go in there and win win that school board race. And we think, ah, our you know, our kids are saved. But you know what? Everyone else's kids are, too, in that district. People who are, might have liberal parents who might want that crap. They don't have to get it at school either. And you know, so there's a wider benefit of, of winning these things, even if they're just local. You know, uh, that's a really important thing to remember on a day like today. And that's my TED Talk. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Uh, all right, let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. Uh, you know, you can't assume that everything in life is always going to be according to plan, especially if you're living in New York or places like that. Much as Stu seems to think that, no, it'll all be okay. The simple truth is he's wrong. <laughs> okay? Life throws you curveballs, and then sometimes that curveball comes and hits you right in the face. Uh, and if that happens, it can be scary. But don't worry. It's not like natural disasters are happening or there's an economic downturn or, you know, a war on the horizon. Any of these things could happen right now. You know it and I know it. And so what are we going to do? Well, you can worry about it or you could ignore it and not do anything. Or you could just think about it. Go, what should I do to prepare and then order the supplies so you have them, and then not worry about it. Right now, you can save with MyPatriotSupply.com. Save $250 off a three-month emergency food kit. This kit will provide you and your family with delicious, easy-to-make breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks. They ship fast, free, and discreetly. So save $250 off now. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
Uh, just watching MSNBC, over 150 election deniers are winning seats. No. Yes. They've denied that they oh, had an election they, and then they won an election? How did that happen? How did it happen? I don't know. But David Plouffe is there to tell you all about it. Mm. Love yes, that. Yes, I, uh, this is, I guess, you know, this, they're going to probably think that that's what won them in the election. I guess abortion, again, they didn't win yet, but they overperformed their polls on the left. And so maybe they'll think, well, we just got to talk about January 6th more. How many more hearings can we have? Maybe that's the lesson they'll take from this. Oh, it'll be something like that. And it'll be, and, you know, double down on uh, on election deniers and abortion. And we got to run Joe Biden in 24. Right. And, and let's, uh, <laughs> so let's, that might be good. let's run the presses until 24. Oh, gosh. I, that's why the House is so important. And again, it's not locked up, but it looks good. And if they can, at least there, they can block multiple trillions of dollars of spending. Because, you know, if they, the best case scenario for the Democrats here is what, 51? Mm-hmm. And if they can get to 51, they can afford uh, not having a Joe Mansion, right? Or or a Kirsten Senate. right? I don't think they can get to 52. I I, I realistically, I, I will. Uh, I'll tell you, the Congress, we get control of the Congress. McCarthy becomes a very important man to start passing legislation in the House. You get that group together, and you start, even if it won't. Even if it doesn't get through the Senate, send a message to voters. You send a message. We're stacking them up and do it fast because you're going to get the the title of a do nothing Congress. So just start piling up all of the new legislation. Just get it there. We're cutting this. We're doing this. We're doing this. Let the Senate reject it if the Republicans don't have the Senate. And if the Republicans do get the Senate. You still won't get it past a veto or, you know, the president's uh, signature or a filibuster. In some or a filibuster. Mm-hmm. So just keep passing it. Yeah. Let everybody know yeah. what you want to do. If you start there, you can go to investigations, but you can't go to investigations without doing some significant legislation first. Yeah, I think that's smart. I mean, because in the House, if they get control of the House, they can get some information about some of these past scandals. They can help make sure stuff that happened during covid doesn't happen again there's mm-hmm. a lot there but at the end of the day uh you you're not going to be able to pass bills what you can do is send a signal of what you what you'd like to accomplish and show everybody that the democrats are putting a wall in front of you and really the nice thing is, is for those weakling politicians on the right um their action won't really have any real significance. That's so great. It's the best time. It's the best time. You could pass all sorts of, yeah. you'd be like, 0% income tax. It's not yeah. going to go anywhere. You could act like you actually care about that stuff. Yeah, you, you know? can. And you that can. would be great. Would be it great. Would be, <laughs> you just fool us for two years yeah. that you actually care. And then, What's the uh, color of the pill that keeps you in the matrix? That's the one I want. The blue pill. Give me that one. That's great. Yeah. Why would Who yeah. would want the red pill? The red pill is so much work. It's all, it was so dirty there. Everyone looked like they smelled. Yeah. You know, it's a tight ship. Leave Were they me even in the toilets pod. in there? I don't know. I think they might have crapped on the floor. Leave me in the pod. Yeah, give Leave me, me, give me the, the blue pill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everything in fact, seems... do we have any available? And right I don't even now. care if it does anything with the Matrix. I'll just take any blue pill that's around. Well, well that could be, actually, could... that could lead to the four hour problems <laughs> we don't want to deal with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Glenn Back Program.